Chinin Chopsky. Welcome what to What is up? Welcome to Church and Other Drugs with Kenan Kofke. Indeed. What's going on? Kenan Christian Kofke. That's my name. It's it's an unfortunate um you spell Christian with a K. Yeah, totally. It's uh apparently some people don't like it. I don't It's unfortunate. Don't it's very unfortunate. Your <laughs> your parents are questionable at best. What were you about to uh, say? Well, I was going to say that my aunt actually did have the initials KKK. No, she did not. Yeah, Kimberly K. Kofke. Kimberly K. Kofke, dude. Andrew, yep. we're live, so don't talk about your hemorrhoid cream, please. Oh, Damn well, it. unless it's like a product review and you recommend it. Have yeah. you ever had hemorrhoids? No. Answer that I have. Not really. If I, mean, I not, have, then it just results. Really? Itself. I well, I mean, you know. I mean, you either maybe, do or you don't. Maybe the occasional irritation, but nothing that I've ever had to medicate. <laughs> I um, I've been I started taking probiotics regularly about two months ago, and I gotta tell you, boys, today I think I produced the healthiest looking stool I've ever produced in my entire life. What do you gauge that? Well, on? Not that I like really want to know. Crystal stool chart comparison. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> According to the stool chart, it was perfect. Spectacular. Spectacular. I'm it really it was a it. it was a ghost wiper. It was no, you know. Oh, it, I'm saying, I, dude, it I, was, praise the Lord. It was love, so it was so healthy looking. I was like, yeah, well, I'm good happy job. Well, ever since my mom told me that like I'm gonna die of colon cancer, I have <laughs> been trying to why would she say that? <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. It was like, so I, I, so my entire life, every time, like literally my entire life until about two years ago, every time the doctors, anytime I would go to a doctor's office, anything, and they were like, any family history of whatever, I would say, nope, none at all. We, we are fit as fiddles. There's nothing wrong in my genes. And it was like, it was two Christmases ago and I was just bringing that up. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? Like colon cancer? You have like a really high chance of colon cancer. <laughs> I think you might have actually said that. Yeah. And and I'm... and I I had a similar, I, I did the exact same thing. And then I talked to my dad and he was like, Well, we did have a brain cancer and uh this guy, Oof. this guy, and, like some crazy shit. And I was like, What? You've never told me this? Like I know. I've been telling I wish... the doctor literally I'm gonna live forever my whole life. hey you know name it claim it i guess we can yeah you saw um chris hemsworth is taking a break from acting because he discovered that he has the alzheimer's gene yeah just because of the gene uh yeah there really wasn't like (laughs) he he was just like i need to i need to pause and think about this but like well there's probably a high chance that he's gonna get it so he's trying to mentally wrestle with this now well, yeah. no, apparently, well, well, this is all based on Reddit comments, but, uh, <laughs> and so it was funny because half the comments are like, wow, you know, it must be nice to, if, if it must be nice to have a position in life where a doctor tells you that there, you have a chance of an illness, therefore you can just quit working for a while to go <laughs> handle it. <laughs> right. But, uh, no, they're saying, um, it's there are things you can do apparently omega-3 like dha and omega-3 like fish oils yeah fish oil yep and then apparently um what is the spice um you don't don't have to you don't have to take a break from work to take that yeah (laughs) turmeric uh because they were saying how india has like shockingly low statistics of dementia and they think Hmm. it's because of the turmeric I do. I, yeah, there's some studies like of places that have like almost no cancer, things like that. Like, and it's, they think it's probably due to their diet, but there's also genetics involved. There's a lot of will things. It, will that work better if I just go snort it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I don't know gotcha. if you should listen to Jed on that. I but. think you should rub it on your, <laughs> on your PP. <laughs> Is that how it works? I it's think so. That's, that's the best absorption. You know, like, uh, you know, like those, um, those uh lick and dip candy sticks <laughs> you need yeah. to get your peen a little wet and just bread it in turmeric like a healthy coating 
like a healthy like coating. Deep fry that bad boy. Like you're about yes, not a not a light dusting, not not um not popcorn salt. I'm talking you're about to stick it in an air fryer. Okay. Coating. I'll report back next week. I feel like Thank that you. could have other negative uh negative outcomes. No, there's no way. That's not possible. I could think of some, but I won't talk about. <sighs> Do you know what made me? I'm, you know me. I'm not usually affected by celebrity deaths, right? When you think of Jed, I am sometimes. It, you know, I'm not affected, unaffected. I, I don't know you for me. Very few. Uh, Mr. Jed, Rogers being one of them. That actually, that, that actually surprises me to be honest, because you're a real movie buff. So I would think you have some deep connections, nostalgia wise. I, I do. Philip Seymour Hoffman was a bummer. Um, uh, Bernie Mac, people like that. Um, but this one, yeah, I guess that's I, that's completely false. I am affected by them, <laughs> but the 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 vast majority. Well, I guess like the old age ones. It's like, well, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe he died. And then you look and you're like, oh, yeah. he was 102. <laughs> I can't believe Betty White passed away. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jason David Frank, dude, the Green Ranger. Oh, I saw, I did okay. see that. Yeah, forty nine years uh... old. I wasn't a big Power Rangers fan, so I don't. Oh, I believe one of your uh, the one of the Raccoon Crew posted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heath Heath posted. Well, and it and it's an apparent suicide too, which makes it even worse. Because I mean, he he was, and I guess I was. How old are y'all again? Forty-seven. I'm thirty-seven. Okay, so Kenan would have been closer. The Green Ranger was my generation's straight up idol. Like you wanted to be Tommy. Anytime you played Power Rangers, bro, everybody was fighting over who was going to be Tommy. And then he became, uh, he started doing actual MMA. And he he was the the guy that started the Jesus didn't tap thing. Have you ever heard? Because he's he's also like he's a very outspoken Christian. Okay. He has a tattooed on his forearm it says Jesus didn't what? tap. Well, that makes it even sadder. Hey, that's what that's what I'm Jesus. saying. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just gonna throw out the wild speculations that I've been reading, though. It's all it's so weird how the internet, it's like the seven degrees of separation totally makes it so that it's very possible that like I found out through someone that was in a Discord channel with someone that like missed a call from him. Wow. Um, it was the uh comic book cover artist uh or poster boss logic. Have you ever heard that name? Sounds no. familiar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, apparently he missed a call from him, which is rough. Yeah. Um terrible. but someone was saying that it might have something to do with, with divorce or that his wife messed around on him. This is obviously wild i don't know if it's wild speculation it's not confirmed by any means it's hearsay yeah yeah but yeah it, every he seemed it's the classic thing oh i can't believe he would do it he seems so happy i mean i've been there mm. but it's yeah it's a, it's a it's a bummer it's sad because yeah. but i realize it's sad to me because like oh he was such a good christian why would he do that but that's but we know how complicated the journey is, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like, it's not always like <laughs> rainbows, you know? Have you never, have you never thought of, of, of the, like, uh, the, the loophole of like, oh, that's just a quick way to heaven. Have, has that ever crossed your mind as a Christian? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you figure like, we, we hear about, you know, God's time's not our time or like a minute to him is like a thousand years. And so like, well, time is nothing. So right. really, if I were to just be done now, what difference I, would it? I think, I think right. it was beaten to my head when I was young, even though I don't really believe it now. Like, I think when I was young, it was just beaten to my head that that was like an unpardonable sin or like somehow like that, like, no, I'm Good. going to hell. Like, I'm going to hell if I do that because I murdered somebody you know like there was yeah. some weird twisted oh, thing that no it would stop me going down that path yeah because like you can't ask for forgiveness was what i have heard too yeah. which i no longer believe at no, all me neither but but i but i think that kind of kept me out of that thought process me too well at, what were you saying kenan i don't remember 
Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and then the more I read, looked into it, where I guess it was like kind of around a Dark Ages thing, and it's like you wouldn't want your uh, feudal subjects who have these horrible lives to like think that that's an easy way out. So maybe you need to tell them that, Ooh, don't do that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, it's a and good like, thing that politics never influences religion. So we're okay. I think that, and um, like also like if you ever experienced it, like I experienced it fairly young, like when I was probably 14 or 15, like my best friend's brother killed himself. And when you see the fallout yeah no <laughs> like it's like just doing it after that it's just like oh my gosh like oh the my wave, gosh the, the wave of destruction that happens around that thing is just so big it's like you gotta really you gotta I kind really of feel be, yeah yeah i didn't even think about that before i brought that up but um yeah it, well i guess that's what it it always so, I mean, have either of y'all ever been seriously suicidal? No, I just had the intrusive thoughts like passive, you know, what passive ideation. Like? I don't, yeah. I don't what think it would be like if I weren't here. Right. I don't think I could ever say seriously. I think there was times where, like, maybe in a fit of anger or something, I was like, ah, you know, I just like want to go there. But like, mm-hmm. and I think when I was a teenager, I did like had some thoughts like that where I was, you know, broken up with a girl or something and it was just and you know to me at the time it was quite devastating but i don't think i could have ever gone through it sure no i yeah i said i say that because it's always yes you are it's one of those weird things where like when you are in the grips and depths of it it's impossible to bring to bear like thoughts of others to any yeah. like sufficient force but then yeah then on a completely different day when i'm you know i or anyone is like super happy to be alive and then you hear about it and it's like man it's like it's mm-hmm. you're so far from that thinking that it's like how could i ever have thought that that is i guess it's it's sickness i mean it's it's an illness i think i think it is like a backwards way of thinking i've known at least two people that were seriously close to doing it that have talked to me about it and it seems like in both cases that time like it's like they literally kind of really thought they were doing everybody a favor like they actually thought that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's it's i i my weird so it's so silly like when i this would have been early 20s you know super immature about and obviously, I don't think at that point I had been directly, I hadn't been in anyone else's shoes. Like I hadn't seen the the devastating ripple, but my uh, justification or rationalization was like, well, it's, it's, it is equally, this is so cringy, but it is equally as selfish for you to want me to be alive as it is, as it is for me to want to not be alive. Like for me to ask you to not do what you want to do. Right. It's like, you're telling me that I'm being selfish by not wanting to live, but it's like, okay, but you are just being, that was literally what, like, I I remember having that debate with someone. It's just like, okay, like that may be logically, it probably isn't even logically sound, but like, come on, dude, that's not, there's a lot of holes in the argument, even There's though there's a lot of holes in the argument. <laughs> so silly. My um my buddy Kenny's old sponsor. I may have said this before, but my buddy Kenny, and this is before Fentanyl entered the game, but his his sponsor, his go-to when people would call him um and be like, Man, I'm thinking about killing myself. He would he would be like, Have you thought about trying heroin? <laughs> Yeah, it's I, like, I I, yeah, yeah, because it's literally, it's like, well, I mean, if you're, if, if you're really, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm try like, that first, right. <laughs> you know, just trying to keep them alive, basically, like, give, give that a, sh- give that a go, so, maybe go smoke some crack, see how that so makes you would, feel. Would heroin be considered harm reduction in this case? That's, that was the logic, yeah. Oh, I mean, well. a- anything would be, because that is like the penultimate. I guess, yeah. 
Um, no, I'm saying um, dying is the penultimate. So anything below that would technically yeah. be harm reduction. <laughs> like, go, yeah, geez, I don't know. Obviously, not the preferred method. Of course, of course right. not. But but like his 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 point stuck with me. Obviously, where it was like, because you want to be like, oh, that you don't be ridiculous. But then it's like, oh, well, hmm. if it stopped I mean, him, if it stopped him, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who am I to say? Um, <laughs> no, what, what, yeah, what Kenan was saying too. I've, I've had that thought too. Uh, I guess it's just the whole memento mori thing where it's, it's like weird. We are all going to die one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. And, and, and like the younger you are, the more apt you are to think you're invincible. Mm-hmm. and eventually mm-hmm. like that thought just becomes reality where your body like andrew is now starts declining and he wakes up with <laughs> aches and, and yeah i don't i it's, don't really have that many aches and pains honestly like oh that's called denial but anyway well i mean you know <laughs> but i do i do agree with you that like as you hit certain ages like you you just naturally start to think about it as the as the life expect, expectancy like even even though it's like not even necessarily the truth. Like if I look at 80, you know, as the life expectancy, it's like, well, I'm a lot closer to it than I was when I was yeah, 30. Weird. Mm-hmm. It is well, weird. With social media now, you can see like the what waves your generation goes in. So at first mm-hmm. it was like, hey, we're all in college, awesome. And then we're all graduating, and then we're all getting married, and then we're all having kids. And now I'm at the stage where like some of the people I went to high school with, their parents are starting to die off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a big gosh. one. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed I that don't, too. Miriam, you're gonna live forever. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets scary. I I was lucky, you know. Like I don't know about how your families were, but like I had my grandparents for a long time. Like until I I, was... I just lost my last. Yeah, yeah. Like, Recently, I mean, my not wife's, just, but my wife's grandmother just passed away a few years ago. Like. Like oh we had, wow we had, we had him for a long time so yeah and, and did both, you like have him like was he cognizant for most of the time um did i say grandfather it was her, her grandmother actually but yeah she was she was great right up to the end i don't know yep. if, she was like a farm girl you know yeah she, she, that's, she, she, yep. she was climbing trees when she was like 80 like to yep. get apples and stuff it was Mark. like yeah, that we was like, my that was my my granny she was 104 when she died wow yeah that's and just never yeah just just straight chill until the end it was great she was the best yeah and when you have families like that you kind of like you have an expectation that you're gonna live that long that's yeah Mm -hmm. and for me it's it's almost like a fear because it's like uh it's it's dude i don't it's never gonna end (laughs) well and and as as the uh me and um me and dirty mike and brent have like to famously say like we retired on the front end like we did all our crazy shit real early and didn't i didn't start doing this american game of life until i was 27 you know like when kenan was saying yeah like well all my my peers were graduating and like i'm just sitting on the street corner smoking cracks and <laughs> having a um like that uh i was reminded of that fear and loathing quote when they walk into the bathroom uh and johnny depp is like licking acid off that guy and uh the businessman it just goes back to the bar and he's like that image will haunt him forever. And every bar he goes to, he will wonder if behind some door, strange men are getting wild kicks that he'll never know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, so straight up, you told a story once about how you judged like fast food restrooms. Cause you used to lock the door and probably shoot up in there. Yes. Correct. Every time I go into a fast food restaurant now, I judge their bathroom. Like, man, if I did drugs, this is probably one I'd like to hang out in. Yep. That's hilarious. Even though, even though I've never done it, like that stuck with me because it's not just, hey, is this clean? It's like, hey, would I like to pass out here for hours on end? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Dude. How much time can I spend in this bathroom? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have you seen the the bathrooms that they put the blue lights in? So you can't see your veins. So you can't see your veins. Really? No, yeah. I, had, I had no idea. Yeah. 
That's rude. Which, That's poor customer service. It is rude. <laughs> it is rude. <laughs> I always wondered how the hell Ray Charles shot up. How do so you do that? Silent. Yeah. Well, he was well blind. I have no idea. <laughs> you know what's you know what's dumb is I I went straight to like the movie. Yeah, but they like didn't Ray, they didn't explain like, how did it. it? They didn't explain it. Like, I mean, he had people do it for him, but that I guess you would just well the first time he feel had it out. He people did it for him at first. Is that there's no way that there's I mean, no I way guess to do it yourself if you can't see? No way, because it's a visual. You know. have to you have to see. Well, A, you'd have to see to make it. I guess you could feel it. You'd just be like you would you would waste a lot but i guess he's ray charles he probably had some money like you could probably dip your finger in it to make sure it's all mixed up but then like when it's in there you got to see if if you're in a vein the only way you know is if, yeah as if the blood shoots into it so if you can't hmm. i guess he i guess he just could feel it and would just know and you don't want to like you got to make sure there's no air in the syringe so you don't yeah, it seems dangerous. Seems dangerous. Um, yeah, I mean, he probably, honestly, he probably had people helping him. That's what I I'm bet, th- but I bet he did. It, of course, but there's every junkie will tell you there will come a time when ain't nobody around and you want to do it, so you're gonna yeah. figure it out. Which is um, scary, but I bet he did. Yeah, of course. Did you? Um, so speaking of. Uh, that's one thought that's never crossed my mind. I'm sorry. What Ray Charles? Ray Charles doing that? How, I, that how, it how keeps it? it keeps me up at night, Kenneth. <laughs> keeps me up at night. I have to know. Um, did you listen to my my talk with Josh about the afterlife? Speaking of dying, uh, that's the one. That's the one that I said I thought you asked lots of good questions on. Yeah, it was the most yeah. recent one. Yeah, 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 I did. So what do y'all, what's your thoughts on, I don't know why I'm on an afterlife kick lately, but I guess it's because that, you know, hell, hell atonement and heaven, I guess, are my, my big uh, deconstruction categories and heaven has been the latest one where it's like, huh, what does happen? What do y'all think? Kenan? <laughs> well, the only thing that's going through my mind of the conversation you and Josh had was atonement theories. And I'm not quite remembering the heaven hell shtick. Well, then, okay, we can, we can. What's the hell part? Just like whether it's uh, like. An oh, no, 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 or... no, 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 the, the, I'm just saying in my recent life, those have been things like I, I'm good on hell, but as far as, um, mm-hmm heaven now i realize that like i don't really know i don't think any of us do well you know it was funny because it was because a and nobody had ever asked me this before um but i had a therapist recently when i was talking about feeling suicidal in my past and like some Mm -hmm. uh like half-hearted attempts but she was like so what stopped you all those times and i was like no one has ever asked me that. And my answer was, I guess, cause I just don't know what would happen. Like what happens after that? I don't know. So that right. was for sure. Part of it. Fear of, of like, you don't know, like what does happen? You know, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I've been on a weird journey, so it's like, I think right now I'm old with, we haven't talked in a while. I, mean, I know. I've been, a, I've been Christian. I've been not a Christian. I was Buddhist for about two weeks and now I'm back to being a Christian again. When were you not a Christian? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that actually is true. I actually did set it down for a while and decided I would not uh, delineate myself as a Christian for, I it's a long story. I don't welcome know. <laughs> back. Yeah, welcome back. But but where I'm at now, because like I do feel like I was pu- I was drawn back to. I believe I was drawn back as Christ being the truth foundationally. So, 
I am kind of at the spot where I don't really have any idea what happens afterwards and I'm not sure I care. Um, Cause I don't think I can figure it out. Like, like there's no way to really know. Like I just, there has to be a level of trust that like God's got it. And yeah, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what to do with it other than that. I, I got, I think I got, yes, I think you're right. I, my fear, I think came from the idea that I would somehow lose my individualism. And that scared me. Like when I think about like become part of the big, like yeah, become part of the mass and not necessarily be, be who you are in a be way. reabsorbed into the whatever. But, uh, but it's like, maybe that's not a bad thing, but it's, I feel like if I'm being honest, I feel like being reabsorbed is the same as not existing. Exactly. Exactly. I really do. Well put. That's what I think too. My mind's going a million different directions, but well, reabsorb more so than just like the nutrients in your body going back on the ground. Like your soul. Soul. Talking soul. Talking soul. Just going back into the whatever the big mass of life is or whatever whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. Well, and that, would it be the same as like before you were born? Like your soul is just non. That, I guess that's, you have to, you we have to define, do we assume, oh God, do we assume that, wait a minute, how I don't, I don't believe I, I don't believe I created? existed. I don't believe I existed so, right. before so, I was born. Okay. So okay. if we were quote knit together in our mother's womb, yeah, that's exactly. when we were created. Okay. So this goes into the hell thing and uh, whether or not you believe you're just destroyed upon death. I don't. Again, my brain just can't handle this. And I like Andrew, I, I'm okay with not knowing or having okay. Or having not all the answers i hold it in tension and i have like i believe there's probably something but yeah. i don't there's nothing i can do to alter anything alter. really yeah. yeah yeah i think it's yeah. like what, whatever it is it is and okay um, what do you think about do you i love <laughs> apparently bringing up uncomfortable things to think about for y'all maybe but i don't know because i don't have them but do you ever think about your kids afterlife destination uh of course i do yeah very much so, yeah i and, mean how old are yeah, your kids again, how old are your kids kind of i have a 10 year old 10 okay mm-hmm. which is a little earlier like like i think with my kids being 19 and 23 like I've seen them like in the church and then pull away. What I've seen with my, both of my daughters actually is they pulled away from the church. And so while they still have a belief in God and, and I can't really define exactly what that is. It doesn't look like what I, what it doesn't look like what I was taught was the path to salvation. Right. So, so it, it worries me. I mean, I do think about it, you know, but I believe that like, in a way, I believe that they do. I believe that the truth is in them and I'm hoping God can work that out. And I, I, like, I really can't like you do kind of learn as a parent, as they grow, they are an individual and there is only so much you can influence. They're going to, they're going to do their own path. (laughs) You Mm. know, depending on the child too, like the more you try to micromanage, the more they'll push away. Yeah, for sure. It can go either so you, way. So you can have you can have like influence, but you can't control. Right. Correct. So it really is. So I would almost say that it's 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 rougher to think about my kids' eternity than my own. That's yeah, that's what I was getting at. Okay. Yeah, I because I would imagine so. Right. And so what what you've just described does seem like the perfect model for like God creating us and like, okay, he like realizing we're individuals 
that can like choose and do our own thing and you can't make them do anything but you also love them more than yourself you're thinking about in some ways you're thinking yeah i mean obviously yeah like you're thinking about um like okay would you go to hell and play if we're let's assume hell is eternal conscious torment would you go in your children's stead yeah whoa i would if i'm being totally honest i don't know because that that's i mean we're all i think we we are all shit we are all on our own individual (laughs) paths and this is not about me like loving my kids like i've recently thought like would i die for my kid right now yeah i would i would i've even talked to my daughters about that like and i didn't always feel like that wasn't an immediate feeling i had like when my kids were born but it did grow that way in me Cause I was selfish, like when I was young. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, not, at this point I'm like, yeah, if, if there was a way, like if somebody shot a bullet at one of my kids and I could jump in front of it and take it, I would do that now because honestly, I've lived my life. Like I've done a lot of things and they haven't, and I want them to live their lives and I want them to have chances to make decisions and, and, and enjoy things. And so I, I, I definitely would, but when you're talking about eternity, I mean, there's, I mean, that is a decision for them to make. And I, I mean, I know you're talking about a very theoretical, like if you could, well, but have we got a surprise for you? Kenan, pull up the zoom video of Andrew's daughters kidnapped uh, in the room, held at gunpoint. Yeah. Let's make a decision. Eternity is a long time. What I would prefer is that my that I don't go there and that my kids don't either. <laughs> so now, maybe... I will say, I wouldn't sacrifice my child for other people. No, I would not do that explain like that. Whole, like the whole Isaac, uh... like sacrifice, or where you know God gave His Son Jesus for the people. I wouldn't sacrifice <sighs> Him to save everyone else in the world. No, you wouldn't. I would not. I think they got into this one's weird because Jesus was God. There, there's a different. There's something there. Well, that's. Like, that I, was my, I would sacrifice but, myself in a heartbeat. I would not do that to LJ. Oh, for everyone, <laughs> including <laughs> me, Ken. Sorry, yeah. dude. Have you thought about Jed? <laughs> wait, dude. Wait. So, okay, sacrifice your son prevent the holocaust i genuinely don't some other way i I, to be honest i'll side with kenan i don't know that i could do i don't think i could have the strength to do that either do you think do you do you think it's because in your mind you don't really think all the people would die if your son doesn't die that you like kenan just said i'd find another way do you think that's why because because there's just like it's funny that you bring up the human. Holocaust because I've been on the Nazi rabbit hole for about two weeks and I've watched nonstop <laughs> Nazi there's that, documentaries. There's a four hour Hitler documentary on Netflix right now. I don't think I've watched that yet. On, been- hour, on hour three, he, he starts his DJ career. Okay, yeah. Party <laughs> it's like party Hitler. Here yeah, it comes. Let's go. Doots, doots, you can't help but like that guy. It's the a little third bit. rave instead of the third rave. <laughs> third rave. Oh God! What? And there we go again. Every every internet conversation leads back to Hitler. You brought up Hitler because Nazi <laughs> Germany is the extreme example that you would compare to anything. You'd be like, but if you could prevent it. Okay. Yeah. So so all right. So okay. So did we just? like uh proof of concept of god's love okay hear me out you're saying that you love your son more than every person on earth to the point that you would not sacrifice him for everyone god loved his son in that exact way and at the same time probably more (laughs) And at the same time, loved us so much that he went through with it. Well, here's counter, an, counterpoint. 
Oh boy. And Christ Christ prayed that that cup be taken from him. Okay. He, did. he was given the choice and he said thy will be done. So he had a say in it. He did. Oh. He knew, he knew and when he was tempted by Satan that like an angel would save him if he just asked. Like his feet wouldn't strike a rock. He could just That's a good point, Kenneth. Now, if my son had that choice, I would leave it up to him. Oh, that's a good but point. That's, that's a very good point. Okay, but but still, at the end of the day, okay, so in that analogy, your son makes the choice. You uh, are, is God the executioner in this metaphor? No, like, he's not. Okay, okay. But it, okay, but what's an appropriate metaphor? It would be, okay, there, Kenan, you have a machine gun. All right. You have a wall mounted saw machine gun with okay. 350 rounds. There are a group of 24 men armed with hammers surrounding your son who is tied up. They, uh, they say, we're going to bludgeon your son to death. And why, why is it going to be so brutal? <laughs> big, because it's an apt analogy, right? Okay. It's an apt analogy. And they say, Kenan, you can stop this with, with sweet American justice, all right? But it's up to your son. And your son says, okay, I want to go through with it. You still have the power to stop it. Mm, I guess that's not a perfect analogy because stopping it through violence. But you get my point. I Oh, wait, no, this so... My point was trying to say, I don't want to take away the, like when you say Jesus had a choice, I don't want to take away from the God, the difficulty of God's choice or, or um, sacrifice. Right. Is, is there not still, is God not still, cause it still has to be an act of love from God. So does it does does the fact that God sees us as those children as well play into this? It has to, but we don't see everybody as our children, so it breaks down at a certain point. It does, it does. But ever, hearing y'all talk about your kids, it would be it would be more apt to say, "My son joined the military. Okay, he was on the front lines when an invading force landed." And he had a grenade, but the only way he could actually set it off would be run in the middle and pull the pin and stop the entire invasion. Okay. So I wouldn't like him joining the military for the fact that he's putting himself himself in danger, Mm. but ultimately that's his choice and he knows the risks. And quite honestly, if he did that, you would see him as ultimately heroic. Yes. I guess the pro and this was this was my problem with the atonement thing. My that I guess I I don't know. Uh, my problem is in this scenario, there is one person that created the uh, invading and the invading army. The person with the grenade and yes. the yeah. I guess that's the um that I mean that's just a classic argument that I'll never. There's no. That is basically the problem of the world in general, uh, this th- whole thing. I think like the the part that like always gets hard for me, like in these conversations is like the, I never know what to do with the idea of, are we just trying to get the rid of the atonement theory or something because it feels icky, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm not ooh, trying to get ooh. rid well, of know, it. Well, I, I'm trying to make, I mean. I'm trying to kind of make sense of why I'm trying to make sense it, of it. This seems like the crux of our entire it, religion. It is. Well, that's, well, that's kind of my point though. If, if the entire religion is based upon it, it is what's been, it's what's been basically doesn't said crux since mean the cross beginning too. Like crucifixion. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I actually am not it sure. It could just be similar. You have to Google that. I am. Keep talking. Ed- but, etymology of crux. I guess, I guess my point is, is if, if that's what the religion says, like, and it always has, and that's always been the accepted thing. Like why at this point in time, are we like, "Mm, we don't really like how that sounds. Let's make it, (laughs) let's make it not sound so crazy. That's the thing with the penal substitutionary atonement is that's not originally how it was seen. 
Well, that's, and that's really like what we need to get to, I think. Like what, what was the original, like what was it yeah. actually? Because... Uh, crux is Latin for cross. Okay. That's yeah. very so, interesting. So do we know, like, I mean, I feel like we should. Like, Wait, do we know what? Sorry. What was the original picture of why Jesus died on the cross? Like what, if it's According not. According to Josh, it's not it was atonement. <laughs> it was, well, uh, yeah, see here, okay. Jesus, I'm here to atone you, see? <laughs> Get down uh, you, the know, cross, see? you know you know on the one hand you pick on me because i apparently have no accent and then on the other hand if i get one well that one you, you also just... pick on me yeah look i get it speaking is hard you're excited yeah. um <laughs> um shit what did you just say original atonement theory. oh yeah i think it was christ christus victor, christus victor. Right? okay so, so ex- the... explain that uh okay. Kenan, you go i'm gonna uh, look it up I, hopefully i won't butcher it I think essentially what it says is that the whole point was Christ defeated death on the cross so that our wages of sin wouldn't be death, that we could have access to eternal life. Okay. This is a long explanation. So that's as opposed to he died for our sins. Yes. It was less of a personal salvation and more of a for humanity type. But then, okay, so what does that do with the, you have to accept Jesus's? <laughs> oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Like, or does that just mean everybody's covered? Uh, this is from uh, Aulian, A-U-L-E with a fancy thing in. Uh, this is like from his book. The earliest was what Aulian mm-hmm. called the classic view of the atonement, more commonly known as the ransom theory. Um, it is sometimes known as the Christus Victor theory. Uh, this is the theory that Adam and Eve made humanity subject to the devil during the fall and that God, in order to redeem humanity, sent Christ as a ransom or bait so that the devil, not knowing Christ could not die permanently, would kill him and thus lose all right to humanity following the resurrection. I like that one. Uh, a second theory, more commonly known as satisfaction theory beginning with Anselmian satisfaction that Christ suffered as a substitute on behalf of mankind, satisfying the demands of God's honor. That's the one I don't like. Yeah. Penal substitution. And then a third is the subjective theory or the moral influence view that Christ's passion was an act of exemplary obedience, which affects the intentions of those who come to know about it. So, like, if you hear about it, you're going to respond like, "Wow, he did that." Okay, I'll follow him. I, which I kind of, which there's some truth to. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, yeah, like because that literally, it's it's like here. Here's my here's my example for this. Have you ever experienced like, okay, you? This is it's very human and surface level and petty, but I can extrapolate it to like, holy shit. That would be a, a feeling of humility. Um, it's like, have you ever um, li- like discovered an underground band and you were you've liked them for whatever, 10, 15, 20 oh, yeah. years. And then all of a sudden they become mainstream and all, all your yeah. friends come up and tell you about this band that you've known about forever. Yeah. Okay. You're kind of, okay. you're kind of torn about their success. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, that, that <laughs> feeling of, do you, you don't know me or so. Okay. So imagine the creator of everything coming down and having to listen to his creation, tell him about creation. And it's like, okay, sure. Little buddy, like tell me again <laughs> about how the world works. Cause I have no idea like that is. And, and then they kill you like is because you're so because they think you're so wrong because <laughs> they think you're so wrong about the thing that you literally it's like that subreddit don't you know who i am like when someone was like telling stephen king about his own book and he was like um like or like what do you know and he's like i fucking wrote it bro <laughs> Oh yeah, the Aslan quote, like don't quote the deep magic to me, yeah, which I, I was there when I when it was written. That is oh, such, that such a good line. Such well, a yeah, boss line, dude. Was it was it Job that was complaining to God and God's like, dude, yeah. where were you when I put the stars yes. in the sky? Yeah, yes. occasionally he oh. has to put oh. the smack down. 
Oh yeah, where were, that's that's so that's so catty. Where were you when I hung the stars, bitch? Like, <laughs> like oh, that's right. You were you were uh, trying to eat baby food. And you were sitting in bathtubs, farting, laughing your ass off. <laughs> yeah, stupid ass Jack, like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. But Sorry. God apparently it takes pride in all of his creation. If it, even Jack, if we Jack. sit in tubs and fart. He's just like, ha, I made that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just sitting there ripping them. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> farting in bathtubs, laughing the ass up. Like, That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Always farting on people. <laughs> where, where do we go from that, really? Well, I got a story. It's hard to convey. Well, sorry. I've got a fart story that I just remember. So now, audience, now that you're moved and you you hear that God loves us so much for farting, um, please give your life over. This is our this is our altar call. <laughs> it's, it's the story of when I when I farted on a child. <laughs> I don't continue all right so we were we were we were were in colorado for my buddy ethan ethan's bachelor party and we were at walmart picking up shoes (laughs) all right so we were at walmart picking up shoes and it was like me adam and kipper and i think dirty mike was in the aisle too and i felt i felt what i thought was a, a a mid to mild fart brewing all right and I didn't even have much, much prep time. All right. It was just, I was like, we we're just chilling. And so we're in a tiny, a tiny aisle, maybe like four feet wide. Okay. Uh, with, with, with shoes on either side, basically uh, a, a death trap. All right. It's, there's not a lot of maneuverability around. <laughs> there is, there is like this, there, she couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old okay but she was short she came up to like my butt level okay and i turned to adam let's go hey man watch this and i just i just i walked right next to her and just ripped the loudest part of the entire world maybe inches inches from her chair was so loud and just walked away man and just walked away i didn't know it was gonna be that loud in my defense she was changed forever that's what we talk about that's what we talk Uh. about how i traumatized this poor I mean, dude, it was a a nine on the Richter scale. It was like comically loud, <laughs> like oh, reverberation. In twenty oh. years, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find her podcast where she tells the story. I mean, I imagine she ran to her mother and just said, "This adult man just farted on me. What did I do to deserve this?" And now she doesn't believe in God because that's exactly, exactly. why would a God make a man just to fart on me in Walmart? We oh my god, we retell that story every time we get together every year because it was just unbelievable. unbelievable. So ridiculous. Oh my god. Dude, it's that, here now. And that and that is why kids you shouldn't do drugs. Oh, I was sober as a jailbird on that one. But yeah, the, the brain was. Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? It was. I, I had no idea. I had no idea the power that I had in the chamber, dude. It was it was like I had a 50 cal like shoved into a pellet gun. Like I didn't realize. It's like a Kevin's literally and crying. And you could save the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope she wakes up in the middle of the night just screaming. Ah! <laughs> what happened, baby? I was back in Walmart with the man. <laughs> PTSD. Oh, oh man. 
Farts are funny. I love laughing. <sighs> oh yeah, I find um yeah, the uh the Wellbutrin evened out. I started back Wellbutrin to those keeping score on your bingo card for Jed's antidepressants. So, um, so, so, so things quit? are feeling better. Oh yeah, way better. Good. Way better. I'm basically just back on the original uh cocktail that I was on like way back when that worked for the longest time so it's gonna try to ride this out med journal um i was mentally this time um but basically it was uh i knew that if it didn't turn a corner past uh there does seem to be a weird thing where so, like, I've started some antidepressants in the past. Like, Zola, for instance, made me feel amazing day, like, one, one and two. And then after, like, two or three weeks, it crapped out. There does seem to be a thing where the worse one makes you feel in the beginning, the better it is long term. And the better it makes you feel short term, the worse it's going to be long term. That's purely my anecdotal experience, and it's you know the the experience of some other people on depression forums. Um, but yeah, it was weird. I guess it kind of makes sense. Maybe not. It could. I yeah. I mean, I well, guess I'm just, it, lot, don't. So not all depression. The ones that I've been on in the past, like. <clears throat> seem to need to build up on the system like they always are like well you won't really know until like month three <laughs> and i'm like yeah Seriously? which sucks it's like well <laughs> like, guess i'll wait yeah um, and, th- and then by that time it's like kind of hard to tell sometimes you know you're like yeah that's why yeah like ken instead of journal helps a lot right or you trick yourself into being like i feel fine <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> farts <laughs> okay awesome i'll continue with the story anyway even though you're recording yeah okay i was telling andrew that i just completely lost it during your fart story and i was only half paying attention for the few minutes after (laughs) (laughs) but i do want to know where the parent was dude if like think about it wouldn't if 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 that were your daughter andrew wouldn't you have wanted to beat my ass (laughs) or would you have laughed (laughs) I, you know, honestly, I, I might've, I might've laughed. I don't yeah. know. What do you do in that? It's such maybe, a, it's such a crazy oh thing you don't expect. It's one of those family stories at Thanksgiving. Like, That's hey, what I'm saying. Remember when you got just completely inundated with methane from someone's butt. That is what I'm saying. There's it's, it's just a win-win. Like I have a great story. They have a great story. Listen, or that well, poor yeah. girl had a wicked case of pink eye. she got the conjunctivitis she's the one where scientists were like "Uh uh-oh this bacteria is evolving and becoming antibiotic resistant that's where covid came from (laughs) you know you know what it could also be like Hmm. that here's a scenario maybe you haven't thought about like did you see the kid run away it's also possible that you walked you you, you no she didn't we walked off okay so listen to this what if then the people around her thought that she did it? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. No, any person around would understand that it's just a matter of, of physics and volume and that the, the, the noise, the child could not have done it. There's no way. Not humanly possible. But you didn't hear like over the intercom, like a minute later, like clean up on aisle five. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i yeah i lost we all like you you want to talk about losing it like you lost like when it happened we lost it and everyone was trying to not lose it it was just a oh my god (laughs) and then it sinks in what just happened kipper our friend hates public embarrassment so he was just mortified dude yeah i wouldn't have liked i wouldn't have liked it either i'm the same way public it was too funny the reason i said that about her like and i'm sure we've all experienced this at some point in our lives but like recently i had this happen in a grocery store where like i like walked up there was like a dude just like standing it just happened to be in front of like the hostess cakes 
like because I wanted one and like I waited for him and then the dude walked away and then I walked over and I'm like dude oh no was, and then I'm like and no. then I'm and then it, and, it was, and, it, and it was terrible so I was like I gotta get out of here if anybody walks over here they're gonna think I did this <laughs> terrible thing. You just reminded me too when I worked at when I worked at when I, when I worked at Blockbuster. I should really call it Crop Duster, but I, when I worked at I worked at Blockbuster like three months before they they closed, and I I I crop dusted. <laughs> I crop dusted and I, I ran away quickly and I, I watched and this woman had her head down reading reading up the back of a, a movie you would literally think that she walked into a wall because she you could just see like an invisible wall like she hit wonder woman's invisible jet she just huh, like stopped in her tracks staggered back <laughs> just, just oh my god waving the hand in front of her face the whole shebang dude and and from the sounds of that that was premeditated uh i mean you know yes and no it was premeditated <laughs> in the sense that back then well you, back then i guess it, by the new arrivals <laughs> no, you did, i should have i should have <laughs> it would have been apt i don't know I guess after a good heavy death talk, you just need to talk about farts. God is love and God loves farts. God created farts. God created the bacteria and the prebiotic in our immune system to create farts in our intestines. That's True. a good point. Is that what the title and, of this episode should be? And he called it good. Should I call it God created farts and it was good? Sure. No. No, Andrew says no. I don't know if I don't know if I would. God, farts aren't the result of the fall, Andrew. You realize Adam and Eve ripped a few big ones. I just want to point out that today's episode started with you talking about hemorrhoids, (laughs) (laughs) and and seems to be ending. It's because it's because when I tell you, I took the healthiest poop this morning. That it just it just it just set the tone for the day. Poop. Atonement theory farts. Josh yeah. Patterson, you need to join us for one of these episodes and not one of your like <sighs> intense spiritual ones. Yeah. Well, that was a good laugh. Uh send me an email, church and other drugs at gmail.com. Send me your favorite fart story. storefrontiercom slash church and other drugs and patreon.com slash church and other drugs. Bye guys. <laughs>